Hi, and welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates, and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah, what is dating if not, I don't know, telling each other exactly what they've done to earn them a spot in hell? So let's do this. But we're not dating at all. Are you box breathing? That's not how you box but you're breathing in a box shape. <laughs> I was trying to make a beat. Oh. I felt like it was good. <laughs> like kind of like in, um, what was it? I don't know. Step up three where they have that like part, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, um, my humps, you know, the yeah. beginning of my humps. What you going to do with that junk? Are we going to get sued for just breathing like this <laughs> on that track? They have a copyright on breathing. I bet they do. Mm. I bet they could sue us. For that pattern. Mm-hmm. But if we just change it up, like... Ah, 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 ah. That's the same. <laughs> but pattern. I breathe in twice. Oh, but you breathe in instead of out. Mm-hmm. What if we were just like to sing it instead of breathe it? Would we still get sued? Like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well, at this point, it's parody, so you can't get sued for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've crossed the line into parody. Ay, 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 ay. Hello. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? It's Shelly J on the mic. Hey, it's your boy, Bonnie D. Bonnie D. Dolan. We're coming to you live from the living room at at our address. At our home address. You don't get to know that. Nah, it's a secret, bro. It's a secret. Like our third favorite cereal. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> Mystery. What's happening to us today? I don't know. What a weird energy we've brought it's to It's a table. real weird energy. It is what it is, it you know? It is what it is, baby. At least we're like on the same wavelength. Because it would be weird if only one of us was this weird today. <laughs> the other person would be like, just fucking focus okay we're trying to make a podcast yeah the other person's like i am sadness and then the other one's like me too <laughs> LOL. every day is a struggle <laughs> and cry myself to sleep <laughs> i'm so deeply sad inside <laughs> oh to die to dream <laughs> Wait, did I just sleep? <laughs> this is your song, Shelly. You can't fuck it up. To sleep, to dream, and all that nonsense <laughs> in between. <laughs> I have an update for you that you're like genuinely gonna love. Okay. <laughs> it's so good, Shelly. Okay. You know how I've been like low-key kind of a pretentious asshole and like yes. using <laughs> <laughs> using words I like fully don't need to use just to like use them mm-hmm. like emergent instead of emergency. To yes. Use, to use an ad- adjective version. 
adjectival. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Using shit like that, right? Yes. Well, I looked up emergent the other day. Does not mean emergency (laughs) (laughs) at all. (laughs) Oh, this makes me so happy. (laughs) You've just been using it wrong. What does it mean? Yeah, I've just been like a full (laughs) asshole for no reason. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Technically, when I say like this thing is an emergent need. Like it still makes sense within the context of the sentence, but it fully doesn't mean like it's an emergency. I need it now. It means something that is like coming to light. Oh, it's like emerging. emerging. Oh. Yeah. So I'm super smart. You are. <laughs> and I want you to know it too. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, when I looked that up, I was like, God damn it, I'm an <laughs> asshole. And I want to look up like, I'm going to listen to the podcast, listen to all those like needlessly, those, all that nonsense in between. Yeah. <laughs> and then look up the words and see if you were wrong. Cause I want this. This is a good feeling. <laughs> it's juicy. Well, enjoy this moment. I gave this to you. Thank you. You don't have to take more. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through and find more ways. Mm-hmm. That I'm a dumbass. There's so many like easy picks for that if you want that. <laughs> That's true. It is plentiful. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you for that. That's a beautiful update. Yeah. You're welcome. So is that how your week's going? <laughs> it, just your week just was emergent. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Actually, that was a great part of my week though. I I really like just had to come come full force with my ego on that one. Um, No, my week's actually been pretty good because my show is up. Yes, it is. And it's closing weekend to this weekend. So, I mean, full disclosure, it's been like a couple weeks since we last did this. (laughs) So my show like opened and closed pretty much in that time span. Yeah, (laughs) It only ran two weekends. Um, But it ended up going great. Except for all of the things that were <laughs> you, you were up against with this show. Literally everything. What I mean, you came to opening, which was awesome. It was great. Um, but we had our ASM in for one of our main actors, one of our, our leads, because uh, she got like hit with some sort of like flu type mm. of thing. It was not COVID. Thank goodness. Yeah. But like... Uh, the last dress she was like she couldn't even stand up and poor things still came because she was like I feel so bad and I was like just eat a banana and go home (laughs) and sleep (laughs) sweet child so I had like my brain was like do I go in for her because I I know the script but like then I can't watch it and then I can't give notes like I don't know what to do and then our ASM thankfully was like I mean I kind of know it and I was like great do do the thing and she crushed it. She was so good. Like I would not have guessed that she wasn't in as that role for all the rehearsals. Right. No, she's been paying attention the whole time. And so she was off book by opening night, which was the next day. Yeah. It was incredible. I was I went in because you told me that for your final dress that she was obviously gonna have to have her uh, script. So I was I went in prepared to like watch her with her script and she was off book and I was so impressed. Yeah, I fully was not expecting her to be off book. Fully. Man, yeah, talent, the talent in, in her little pinky. 
I know, honestly. And she like choreographed a section for me. Like she, she's a gem, this ASM. I love her so much. But she was in for two shows. And then my lead actor uh, was not ready to come back. But then my ASM on the way home from opening night got into a literal car accident. (laughs) (laughs) So I called my lead actor and I was like, hmm. So... I love you and I fully support you like taking time to feel like 100% better, except that if you feel even 50% better, I need you to come back right now. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my God, this show. I know. But but everything's been going smoothly s- since then. And it's been getting really great reviews. The turnout is pretty low because we're still in a pandemic and it's a very short show. It's only an hour. So some people, you know, don't want to come out for that. But it's it's a family-friendly show. And so we've had some kids in the audience and it's so cute. It is adorable. Because <laughs> Santa's in the show. And so them interacting with Santa and like talking to him from the audience is so cute. Mm. And at your show, with the show that you came to, they were like heckling the villain, which was so funny. <laughs> So good. Like, should we should we let him back? No, no, no. What? What? <laughs> Maybe. What do you say? It was like possibly, possibly, possibly. <laughs> it was so cute. Oh uh, yeah, it was really cute. It was like it, the kids added a whole extra a feature to it. Just like, and I, I watch a lot of plays as an adult. I think that they're for adults. So watching like a children's play, I still like. I think that I'm the target audience until I'm around children. And I'm like, they're the target audience. And they're yeah. they're like so excited about this and seeing Santa and elves and giant lollipops. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm appreciating it from a theater standpoint. They're appreciating it because it's like magical. Yeah, it's so cute. So that's how my week is going. It's no. just like a whole lot of like cute Christmas fun. And of course, like when this comes out, It's going to be like two months past Christmas, but just understand that right now where we are, it's real in the spirit of things. Yeah, it is. It's the first like Christmassy thing that I did. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I listened. Well, I guess I watched a couple Christmas movies, but it felt like November still when I watched them. But your your show made it feel like December. That's nice. I've been watching this show since September, so it's pretty much been like four months of Christmas at this point. (laughs) But I'm glad that I was the first, like, I was ushering you into the season. Yeah. And here you are. Ready ready for it. Tis the season. Tis. Tis. How are you? I'm great. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I, like, went in to say I'm great, and then I was like, wait, no, I'm not, but... (laughs) But I am. But I'm committed to this word that goes on my tongue. (laughs) I'm like fine. I'm like chilling some days and then like just under chilling other days. Yeah. But weird update on my life. Oh, (laughs) you know this update. Do I? Um, I accidentally became a huge BTS fan (laughs) this week. Yeah, I do know that update. (laughs) I remember... Uh, when we were talking to Jordan, mm-hmm. we were talking about BTS and their meal at McDonald's, and I have no idea anything about the band. I knew that there was like one song where somebody says, like, drink a cup of milk, and I thought that was the weirdest thing. Oh, yeah. But I knew nothing about them, and oh boy, now I know every single thing about them. <laughs> it started because uh, Bailey and I were, I, I saw that Big Time Rush 
like the old boy band from my high school days is doing a reunion. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Nobody asked for this. (laughs) But then it got us watching like old big time rush songs. And then I was like, I'm in a boy band mood. I want to watch like the auditions for One Direction on the X Factor. And then we watched those. And then I was like, I wonder, you know, what's their most viewed video? And then I looked at that and I was like, all right, what are their each solo album's most viewed video? Who has the most views? Wow. You did a deep dive on One Direction. <sighs> Went a whole, on a whole spiral. So then we were looking at every individual artist's music video views and then comparing it to like other artists and who has like the most views overall, like with... Jonas Brothers and Taylor Swift and Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga. And Taylor Swift was winning (laughs) in the view count. Yeah. And then I was like, I think BTS also has a really big fan base. I'm pretty sure they have like an insane fan base. We got to see like how many views their videos have. And we weren't watching any videos. We were just looking at the views. And then we saw how many views they had in like, like the hundred millions and I was like, wait, there's one song that mentions a cup of milk. I need to see what the fuck is going on in this song. And then I was hooked. Oh, God. What song was it? It's Dynamite. Oh. One of the ones that's been on the radio. He just, he, the first line is, shoes on, get up in the morning, cup of milk, let's rock and roll. And he just drinks a glass of milk in the music video and then starts dancing. Is it? Is he a serial killer? No. He's just wait. Little, which one is it? It's Jungkook <laughs> or Jungkook. I don't know how. To, I don't know how to say it. I spelled Jungkook. It. I. Everyone. I've been watching a lot of their a lot of their content. <laughs> Everyone's saying Jungkook. Bailey and I both got into BTS. Moby's kind of like in and out. Like they're a fan, but not as obsessed as Bailey and I are. And Bailey is, is the funniest because she had a whole like identity crisis with her sexuality because she's a lesbian, but she's very attracted to Jimin in a very real way. (laughs) To her credit, like Jimin is very soft and feminine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the first music video we saw with Dynamite, I was like, you're telling me this isn't a group of queer women. (laughs) And they're not, they're not, they're just having fun expressing themselves with their, their outfits and their hair and, and makeup and stuff. But yes, to her credit, Jimin is very soft. (laughs) Do you think that if they were queer, they could say that? Or is it like, what's, what's the culture? Like what's, what's the temperature in like BTS land? I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't want to make any assumptions about anyone's sexuality, but like, I have a feeling that a few of, at least a couple of them are queer or like, you know, could be queer. But I, I, I genuinely have a feeling that it's not going to come out as they're, if they're still a group mm. because they want to be able to market them to like their audience is generally women, all different ages, but generally women. And I think some of the selling point is how like beautiful all these humans are. Like none of them even have girlfriends or have been rumored to date anybody. Oh, wow. So I don't think that any sort of like romantic interest is is possible because we gotta keep the dream alive yeah exactly i think it's the same reason that like sean mendez's career is probably going to blow up post camilla cabello because like he's back on the market so he like people can keep the dream of like dating sean (laughs) mendez alive even though it's not gonna happen for anyone this is so bizarre because like harry styles is like very much dating olivia wilde but people are still fully in love with him. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't take away from their uh their pop star status. Yeah, I don't know. The rules of Hollywood are weird. And not even just Hollywood, but like the music industry are weird. 
Um, and I've been watching a lot of TikToks about like, what are they? Publicity couples? Oh yeah. PR couples. PR couples. Yeah. yeah me too. And like the fact that people care enough to like want to put out that they're like in this sort of relationship, like it's it like it's going to change their career. I don't know. It's so weird. I know, except that it fully works. It does. Like I, I couldn't tell you how happy I was when Ben Affleck and J-Lo got back together. I, I could not express to you how happy I am that they're together. Yeah. It, it's such nostalgia for me. And also like, it's, it, I want the best for them and they're both like great people and they, they seem to work really well together. Or at least they did from the outside perspective. Now they have families and they're like going to freaking Thanksgiving together and it's very cute, but the amount that they've been photographed together, mm-hmm. the amount that they're like, you know, PDA and like literally everywhere means that they're calling paparazzi so yeah. that they can be shot and I just I uh, I want it to be real so bad though I know like watching all those videos about like how to spot a PR couple is like making me look at all these different couples that I like I love and being like honestly I don't know that this is real like (sighs) Tom and Zendaya I know but 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 I love them but like they're they're photographed together so much they're always doing interviews together I mean, and I know they're in a movie together, so like, of course, they're going to do interviews together. But like, they're being like sweet and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's like their publicists. I mean, maybe it's real, and their publicists are just like, "Hey, like, we could play this up. Like, yeah. it, to be silent about this actually doesn't help you. But if you guys are like more lovey-dovey, that will help. People will be interested in like go see your movies and blah blah blah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and there are different levels of like PR couples. Like it's it's a relationship of, of sorts anyway. Somebody was explaining like coworkers. Like you can have coworkers that you're friends with. You can have coworkers that you are like interested in romantically, but you're still coworkers. So if you're in a PR relationship and you're also interested in this person romantically or like actually want to be a couple, both can exist. Yeah, true. True. Did you know I um the boyfriend that I was with for like four and a half years before I met you, he was a musician and like a lot of our relationship was like we were doing music together we were in a band together and we were kind of like building that a little bit and his dad was really really supportive of him doing that and like trying to help him navigate his dad told him that he might want to rethink his relationship because of the phenomenon that we were talking about before that oh, it's better no. for him to be single as a musician makes him more desirable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That felt really nice to yeah, hear that. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like he didn't cross a line at all. Nope. But, you know, he didn't listen to his dad. He didn't break up with me then. So it was like <laughs> nice, but... <laughs> That was stupid. No, Dad. It's your dream. <laughs> your dream. I need to go my own way. I'm giving up your dream, Dad. Uh, that's wild. Right? What's the weirdest thing that... Hmm, maybe I don't want to ask that question. <laughs> what was the question? Mm, I don't know that I want to ask that question. I want to know now. I won't answer it if, it, if you don't want me to answer it. Well... <laughs> It's not that I don't want you to answer it. Oh, God. Um, what 
what has somebody said to you while you were in a relationship that was like fully, like completely out of pocket? Oh, interesting. (laughs) I was on a date once and it was a very, it was a first date with somebody. It's like, okay, actually, meh. but uh, he went to the bathroom. The girl sitting next to me at the bar turns to me and she's like, are you on a date? Do you need me to get you out of this? And I was like, what? Oh, no, yeah, I'm on a date. It's, it's, I'm okay. She's like, oh, okay. You're just like way too pretty for him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, thank you. That's uh, so funny. I'm still figuring out how I feel about him, but thank you. And I'll let you know if I need an out. <laughs> she saw it and she's like, no, no, no. Something's going on here. And I mean, she was right. Well, <laughs> outsider's perspective sometimes is really helpful so it wasn't like out of line or out of pocket but it was funny it was uh it was pretty blunt it was very blunt yeah i appreciate it she was looking out for me wow that is so funny and that was the same guy that like i was like hey tell me about your family and he's like started talking he's like wow i've never opened up with this, someone like this i was just like i asked you one question about your family <laughs> very casually and you talked for like eight minutes straight oh, without boy. me saying anything oh boy gosh do you uh, i can't say things like that i just <laughs> i want to know who i want to know who is teaching people to have conversations yeah. Because sometimes people are pretty, pretty bad at it. Yeah. And I'll say, uh, I, I'm going to generalize here. Cis straight men, <laughs> generally, generally, are the culprits. I mean, yeah. But I feel like I, they people don't ask, or at least the people in their lives, their buddies, don't ask them, like, about themselves. They don't ask, like questions like hey what's your favorite color what's your favorite food do you have any thoughts on you know the seasons i don't know okay this this is interesting because it's making me feel like my interactions with cis straight men usually are them talking at me Mm, yes and never asking me questions about myself is that because their conversations with each other are just supposed to be them volunteering information about themselves and so they're not used to having to ask questions for the other person to share things about themselves. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a cis straight man. Uh, <laughs> we got to get one of those in here. Yeah, I got to. I got to know. We didn't ask Jacob any of these questions. We're just more interested in them, their creativity and their relationship. I know. We didn't get the, the dirt on <laughs> cis straight men. <laughs> but also, I feel like he is not one of the ones that talk at you. Oh, no. He does ask questions. Yeah. And like want, genuinely wants to know. So I don't think he's the, the you know, expert on the topic. No. Although, That's why we love him so much. Yeah, that is. And if we did find somebody who does just talk at, you know, you, I don't think they have, would have enough awareness to know why they do it. Right. But I am, because there is somebody that I'm talking to, like genuinely just talking to, Mm -hmm. that doesn't know a single thing about me because every time we talk, he's talking about himself. I know so much about him and he knows nothing about me but he has a crush on me and I can tell. And I'm like, why do you have a crush on me? Because you don't know me. Yeah. I mean, he's probably projecting 
what he like wants onto you because he doesn't know a single goddamn thing about you. This is the pattern of my life. I got to say is just men thinking that they, that I am the perfect person for them because of nothing that I've done. Mm -hmm. But then they're like, Oh my God, I love you. And I'm like, wow, it's so great to be loved. (laughs) (laughs) And we end up breaking up because they don't fucking know me. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, wait, you're human and have feelings on the things that I do that are fucked up? Uh, What? What? God damn it. Women these days. (laughs) Bitches be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I I also want to say, like, I'm I'm just talking about my own experience, not generalizing to every straight man. I'm generalizing. (laughs) Come at me. Mail with Jeremy. Let's beat this this out. Wow. (laughs) Cisgender straight men, uh, uh, DM us, I guess. (laughs) Let's have a productive conversation. And if not, physical fight. (laughs) You and me, mano a mano. Fisticuffs. I will lose. I have never thrown a punch. You haven't? No. Not like, I mean, I've maybe punched like a punching bag once. Now that I say that, I don't know that I've punched a punching bag. <laughs> I punched a pillow. I've punched a pillow. Okay. Um, what, like while angry? No. <laughs> just to punch it? Just to, like, you ever just like, can I punch? Ah, kind of thing. I like yeah. threw it in the air and like punched oh, it. Oh, yeah. But I've never like punched near a human being. Well, I used to play that like six inch game with my brother all the time. What? Like you make your hand to like a Y, mm-hmm. a sign language Y, and then you measure the distance from their bicep and then put your fist at you you put your pinky at their bicep and your thumb at your fist and then you have 6 inches it's basically 6 inches away and then you don't get to wind up, you go from there and just punch him in the arm. I don't know why it's a game, yeah. but um <laughs> You just take turns doing it. Great. Okay. That's, That's what having a brother is like. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Great. That sounds delightful. Yeah. No, it was great. I I don't know what the purpose of that game is. Is it just to punch each other or is it to so. see who can take it before they like cry or say like you have to stop? It's probably that one actually because I used to play that game uh, game in elementary school where you twist the arms. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name of it because it sucks now. Hell well, racist. it always sucks. Yeah. But um, but now I know why it sucks because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a child then. And that game also sucks. Yeah. Why would you do that to your skin? No, I don't hurts. know. But it's the point of it was to see like how long you could last or like something or like make the person like, you know, uh, surrender. Yeah. So I children's games are fucked up. <laughs> kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, their songs are fucked up too. So <laughs> Ring Around the Rosie about the fucking about plague. The, plague. <laughs> no. the thing is like when you have these rhymes and stuff and like these games, you literally don't know what you're doing. You don't know what it means in the no. grander scheme of things. And then you like get older and you're like, wow, what the fuck was I doing? I feel like these like children's songs are the reason I don't question things. Like when I hear something, like when I hear song lyrics for the first time, I generally don't question them. And so like, that's why I get a lot of song lyrics wrong because I just hear it. It makes no sense. And I'm like, that's in a song, creative license. It's great. Or like, I I use this example a lot, but 
Katy Perry's firework mm-hmm. when she says boom, boom, boom. I thought she, that was just part of the song. I thought she was just like, I need a little, you know, segue here. Let me just say boom, 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 like la, la, la or something. No, it's the sound of the fireworks happening. There, yeah. It was intentional. Yeah, it's it's literally the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't question it. I was just like, great, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Singing that from now on. Just like somebody saying la, la, la. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't, and like, I don't question lyrics until like I listen to it multiple, multiple, multiple times. And I'm like, what is this about? Right. Why, right. why is this word here? But I blame Ring Around the Rosie. Um, Shelly. Yes. We need to address the elephant in the room. Candace. Um, the other elephant in oh, the room. Yeah. Our punishment uh. <laughs> that Brie gave us last week. Thank you, assist turn Brie. I love you and I'm not plotting your murder. No, no. We had a great time doing this punishment and we're not upset about it at all. It was so good yeah it was rough yes we uh, to recap had to switch rooms Mm -hmm. because we failed a challenger (laughs) it was our first ever failure our first ever punishment and this is the very first punishment she wanted to do she came up with so fast dude she went hard right out the gate rude I feel like she's been secretly plotting this for a long time because she came up with it like within two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was like, oh, I should just take like a couple minutes to like look like I'm thinking about it. Let me just pretend right now. Let me put my acting degree to work. She doesn't have an acting degree. degree. (laughs) Well, let me just get an acting degree to put it to work. Yeah, so we switched rooms. We we did bring our like bed sheets over. We swapped those because... Uh, but we didn't swap like mattresses or anything mm-hmm. or like mattress toppers. So essentially it was like sleeping in each other's beds. Yeah. And that was rough for both of us. Yeah. Um, not ideal. And the thing that annoyed me the most about it is everyone was like, oh, Bonnie, you poor thing about having to switch rooms and like thinking like you're the only one who was suffering from it. Yeah, they did do that. Which is, I mean, it's frustrating to me because... I, that just kind of shows me how they see me and the way that I live. Um, really, <laughs> I know that I'm messy, but that doesn't mean that like my lifestyle is any, you know, like less than yours. No, it's not. And it's, it's uncomfortable to just be out of your your comfort zone in like the, the rooms that we've created for ourselves was mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah, it was definitely uncomfortable for both of us. Yeah. I I definitely get stressed when there's clutter around, but also it was temporary and I didn't need to do anything about it. It wasn't like my clutter, so I wasn't going to do anything about it. Yeah. So that part of it was fine. And <laughs> I noticed that both of us hung out in the living room a lot more those three days <laughs> instead of in our rooms. Well, it's it's just it's one thing to have to sleep in your room, but to like hang out in there just felt weird because it didn't feel like my space. Yeah. When I was like in there, we weren't allowed to like go hang out in our own rooms. No. We had if we wanted to hang out in a room, it had to be ours or a shared space. It just, it felt weird just being in your room without you there. It was weird for me to have to like go in and get clothes and then bring them back to your room to change. And then like to schedule my clothes and to like when I needed to shower and like 
get all my stuff to then change. Cause I like to look at my whole closet and then pull out a bunch of stuff and like try try things on, see what I'm yeah. feeling. I couldn't do that because I couldn't just like be in your room. <laughs> I had to be in my room, which was your room without any of my clothes. So that was, uh, that was really annoying. Yeah. And God damn it, Bonnie, your room is fucking bright. It is really bright. Why is it so bright? I did warn you. You did. And I didn't listen. <laughs> I mean, not much I could have done about it anyway. You really couldn't have done anything about it. It's bright and like, there's a lot more noise than I expected from like the the people outside um, in the alley. Yeah. It, like I just woke up to children and listen, love them. They're fine. <laughs> children are great. They're all they right. are our future, I suppose. <laughs> but I don't want to hear them first thing in the morning when I'm being woken up by like the brightest light I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I think it's because I have an AC unit. So the windows essentially open, mm-hmm. which uh, is rough. Yeah. Yeah. And you have like a whole divot in the middle of your bed. <laughs> and I was just sinking into the middle of it the whole time. And so there's like no actual mattress topper in the middle of the bed. So I actually was having like back issues the three days that I was sleeping in your bed. I had such a hard time sleeping in your bed for the very first night, but I I flipped it because I need, I have sleep paralysis. <laughs> and one thing that, I mean, it, it comes and goes, but it had been flaring up like really bad recently. One of the things that helped was I have a projector projecting like Bob's burgers on my wall all night. So if I like, if I am like kind of waking up from my, my dream, my sleep state, which is where the um, sleep paralysis happens, I hear it. And then like, it soothes me and like, it's a comforting, happy sound. So it puts me back to sleep. So Mm -hmm. I'm not like waking up and not being able to move. Right. And so I tried to figure out how to do that in your room. My laptop that I play the Bob's burgers on is so broken Aww. it is so beyond broken like i knew the screen was messed up and <laughs> keys are missing <laughs> but every time i moved it it shut down and would keep restarting and so like moving it to your room and then moving it back to my room like a lot of issues yeah but so i i slept on your bed facing the wall that you don't normally face right and I think because you have your own like smaller divot, Mm -hmm. it was like I was falling off. Like I always had to keep adjusting so I didn't roll off the bed. (laughs) So when I finally switched and slept with where your head normally is, much better. That's that's good. So wait, you like your your feet were toward the wall? Yeah. And your head didn't hit my desk? No, I mean, I was kind of on the further corner. I couldn't get anywhere towards the middle or other side of your bed because I just kept rolling. (laughs) But no, my head never hit your desk. Well, let's just say we're never doing this punishment again. Never, ever, ever. Yeah, both of us had a miserable time. And this really does motivate us to complete challengers moving forward. So Yeah. Would be great if the challengers we gave each other were like (laughs) like one-timers instead of like keep this up for a whole ass week. Yeah. When we when we have like one thing to do, it's much easier to do the thing. I think we're still in the early phases of challengers, so they can't be super challenging. No. Although, to be fair, maintaining eye contact for one minute a day is not that challenging. No. But, oh boy, was it challenging for me. <laughs> I don't like to be seen. I don't like to be perceived. And that's why... Uh, now that we are, our podcast is available to listen to, because um, we've been doing this for a while before we released it, 
it's weird. It is weird that people are listening to it. <laughs> it's weird that they're like coming up to me and being like, hey, I heard your podcast or like or mentioning something that we talked about in the podcast. Like, oh, you want to go get a glass of almond milk? And oh, I'm my like, God. How do you know about this? They're in on our jokes now. <laughs> it's just so bizarre because I'm being perceived <laughs> and I don't I don't love it. <laughs> I don't like being I mean I love that people are listening I love that they like they want to hear what we have to say I don't love being perceived (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it's it's real intimate um yeah to to have people talk uh, like my dad will listen to our podcast and then text me as he's listening (laughs) and just like text me all the different jokes that he liked or like riff on the joke that we did, That's but so we funny. didn't come up with whatever he said. So he'll text it to me. <laughs> like, here, let me find out the thing that he sent me the other day. Cause it was pretty funny. He was listening to mail with Jeremy and he was like, welcome to squirrel talk with Bonnie. <laughs> I was like, Oh, am I talking about the squirrel? <laughs> and then, and I said, this, this squirrel is asking for fisticuffs. And he was like, welcome to WSE. And I was I didn't understand it, so I didn't respond to it. And then he was like five minutes later, he texted back, World Squirrel Wrestling Enterprise. And I was like, <laughs> Dad. Pato. <laughs> and like people that like, I mean, I, I, I know our families are going to listen to, although <laughs> I don't think anyone, oh, no, my cousin, oh. my cousin Maria. Shout out to Maria. I love Maria. you so much. I miss you. Thank you for listening. But we kind of expected our families and our like immediate friends to listen to it. Maybe some like close friends um, who like, you know, are always excited about the things that we do. Mm-hmm. But people that like I wouldn't expect to like know about this, let alone listen to it, have like told us that they like listen to it regularly. That was mm-hmm. so fun at, at Barbara's birthday party. Melissa saying that she like listens to it when she's driving, like on her way to work and stuff. Yeah. That was so crazy. It was so fun. And she was like, it's just like driving to work with girlfriends. And I was like, that's exactly how I want it to feel. Yeah, it's so lovely. So thank you everyone for listening and like caring what we have to say. And putting up with our nonsense. Oh my god, all the nonsense all in between. Nonsense in between. <laughs> yeah, so thank you. I want to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> all that nonsense in between. <laughs> Die, sleep, nonsense. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Okay, well, V is my favorite. He is so beautiful and a wonderful, like, friend to his friends and a talented singer and talented dancer, and he's perfect. (laughs) I'm in love with V. Uh I know he's probably everyone's favorite, so come fight me. Actually, don't. Oh, my God. Army is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, I'm real scared. I I don't want to say that I'm part of the army i don't know if it's the army or army they just say army so i don't know if i could say the army and that's another thing reason why i'm scared because people will fight me on that yeah if you say it wrong they'll let you know yeah people were getting uh made fun of or like harassed by by the army for not knowing the chants apparently there are chants during concerts that you're supposed to chant oh uh-huh and one of them is like in the beginning of whatever song they're doing, they always have like a good amount. Maybe it's just a full eight count of just saying their names. So like Kim Nam Jun, Kim Sook Jin, Damn it. I'm going to get 
like torn apart because I don't know Jin's name. I know Kim Tae Young because that's V. Anyway, back to my ranking. V. Top tier. Top tier. Yeah. Highest of high. Jimin. Pure love for the sweet. Sweet angel baby. Sweet angel baby. Yeah. And then here's where it's getting, here's where this getting juicy. Okay. Because for a while, uh, when I first was introduced to them, it was V, Jimin, Junku, J-Hope, RM, Suga, Jin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you know who all of these people are. I know all of their names. Do you know their faces? Um, Some of them. Nice. By now. Nice. I definitely know J-Hope. Nice. That's yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made you pick one. You made me pick one, and you ga- you already took four, so I only had three to choose from. Hey, Suga's a good choice too. Okay, let me <laughs> now <laughs> my ranking. Now that I've watched a lot of their content, watched a lot of fan edits. Oh my god, them, the fan edits are making me think RM is really hot, which is was not expected. But and then watching their content and like their old stuff makes me like really have like a soft spot for Suga. So my ranking is V is still top, Jimin still second, uh, Suga, RM, J-Hope and Jungkook are neck and neck. But I think, mm. I think Jungkook is just slightly above J-Hope and then Jin. Nothing against Jin. He's just kind of there for me. Yeah. So. You you probably could do this podcast like by yourself, literally just talking about BTS. I could. Yeah. I've done so many deep dives. That's not what this podcast is about. So yeah. I'm going to stop. Yeah. But I've also only been a fan for a week. <laughs> I know. So we're like right in the throes of it right now. Yeah. Like I'm still like I wake up and I need to like listen to them. I go to sleep. And I need to listen to them like in between like, you know, going to my car or like walking anywhere. I need to be listening to them. I'm oh just like God. really peak obsession. <laughs> I'll, I promise I'll get more tolerable. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll talk less about BTS. We'll probably still oh, reference them. Most likely, yeah. 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 Because they just got Instagrams for the first time. I know you became a fan at the perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> Except for at the end of the year, they might have to enlist the army. Okay. Or in the military. But we're not going to talk about that. We next can't episode. talk about that. <laughs> Shelly, I just want you to know that I was... Ne- I. Still, I'm not this intense about Taylor Swift. But you've also had like a long time to sit with it. I'm like, yeah, I'm and like, you know, when she's first coming out and giving you like little bits and bits, I'm getting all of their content at once. You are. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so because <laughs> I don't normally like get super duper like info dump obsessed. It's only happened on with a few things. This is really interesting to watch, too, because I know how intense BTS fans are and I wasn't expecting to see like to see it happen, to see somebody like discover them and get as intensely obsessed about them as I know BTS fans to be. I've been watching it happen in you and Bailey. It's wild. It's wild for me too. There was a moment like day two of of hearing about of hearing their stuff and watching their stuff that I was like I have like a need a need to consume more BTS content is there some sort of mind control 
in their songs that's making me have this need like i genuinely wanted to know if there was some sort of way that they they brought this out in me maybe they do have some kind of uh ai that's developed only for them mm. and we're being experimented on interesting to to see you know maybe this is the new wave of consumerism or like maybe there's like hidden messages yep in their songs that like unlock like a certain part of certain people's brains yep and that it's happening to me like in uh, zoolander <laughs> i don't remember exactly what happens but they're basically mind controlling people by like playing a song yep it's that. Yeah. That's what's happening to me. I It's like releasing dopamine. Yeah. In like really specific doses. This is genuinely, I'm substituting BTS for like feeling my feelings because they give me goddamn dopamine. They give me serotonin. Their stuff is so happy and they're just soft, sweet little boys. <laughs> okay. I, if it, if this goes on this intensely for too much longer, I am going to be contacting Ellie like by myself. Just to be like, hey, Shelly needs to actually feel her feelings instead of like um, talking about how like sad Jimin was when he went through this thing that Shelly's going through. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. I don't know how to contact Ellie, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll find her. I'll find her. But this isn't what we're talking about right now. <laughs> no. We're doing a mind meld. We're doing a mind meld. Your one chance to get away from a BTS conversation. Yeah, because I'm not going to say any BTS <laughs> words in our mind meld. I can't make the same promise, but I'll try not to. Okay. Oh, wait, I didn't sing the mind meld song. Oh, my God, Bonnie. Mind meld. Do I have a part in that? I forgot. Yeah, you do. Hang on. I didn't sing the full thing. Ready? Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll know it. It's time for Mind Meld. It's time for Mind Meld. <laughs> That's why. Beautiful. Because <laughs> I like had the instinct to sing the lower part Mind Meld, but I was like, this feels wrong. Like something's yeah. missing. Yeah. It was that first part. Yeah. 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 Mind Meld. So let's try to say the same word and then talk about whatever that thing is. Perfect. 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 We're just going to Say any word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start it off. Yeah. Ready? Am I going to count? You want to count today? Sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. You count. One, two. What are you doing? <laughs> what in God's name are you doing? Counting? <laughs> okay, but if you count from one, then there's the whole conversation about like, is it one, two, three, go? Or do you say it on three? Like, when do you say the thing? But three, two, one doesn't have the same. Three, two, one. Say the word. Yeah. Because you wouldn't say like three, two word. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to count? <laughs> yes. This is what happens when we try to do each other's jobs. Because like, remember when we switched parts on the My Old Jeremy song? <laughs> That went snap. tragically. <laughs> Couldn't snap. <laughs> When's the snap? It's on with. Okay, okay, okay. Mail. <laughs> Mail. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got this. Yeah, you do. Mm. 
Mm, mm, mm. I've lost my word. I forgot what it was going to be. Well, you feel it. Okay. It's, it's when it happens, right? Yeah. Three, two, one. Condensation. Leverage. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Condensation and leverage. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Gravity. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Autumn. Ants. Mm. What did you say? Ants. Ants? Yeah. <laughs> Autumn and ants. Autumn and ants. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. Beetle. Mm. Beetle trap. Beetle trap. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Bugs. Mm. <laughs> great great mystery and bugs uh okay okay three two one fear Fooby. factor oh, oh. <laughs> okay. okay okay fear factor and scooby okay okay three two one monsters Voodoo. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters and voodoo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Masks. Demons. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Demons and masks. This is getting weird. Yes, it is. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Okay. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Inferno. Oh. oh. Three, two, one. Hell. Hell. Oh, no. Yeah, talk about hell. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, girl. Oh, human. Oh. O-N-B. Oh, I like that. It's like OMG. O-N-B. O-N-B. <laughs> hell, Shelly. Hello to you, too. Hello. Here's a fun thing. Fun? We're starting with fun? Yeah, I want to start with fun. When I was a kid. <laughs> Is it funny that you were a kid? Yeah, it's but, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Ew. LOL. <laughs> uh, and I was playing on the Barbie <laughs> website. Mm -hmm. And you have to like put in your name so that you can play. They didn't let me use my name because it has hell in it. Oh my God. I couldn't use. You couldn't even put your own name in. My own name because they're like no bad words allowed. <laughs> it's like it's my name. So what name did you have to use instead? I honestly don't remember. I probably used my middle name, Jade. Aww. But like, it was so sad. I was like, my name has a bad word in it. Mm. I have a bad word name. That was so sad. So fuck you, Barbie. Oh damn, <laughs> coming out real strong. That you're going to hell. Barbie. It's not Barbie's fault. She's a woke queen. She's yeah. doing her best. Yeah. All right, Mattel. I'll take issue with you. Do better, Mattel. Do better, Mattel. Seems like they are doing better these they days. Are. Yeah. <laughs> they they really took our advice to heart. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, Preemptively. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my fun little hell story. That's a fun little hell story. You tell me a fun little hell story. Um I'll I'll tell you a bad word story. <gasps> Do it. Okay. Well, I didn't say bad words until I was like in college. Oh my god! <laughs> you would have been so lame to hang out with. No, I I was. I fully was. <laughs> I was like 
a good little Christian girl. And I wasn't allowed to say bad words. And mm. I also like just didn't even want to, you know, yeah. I, like didn't want to. Like they were beneath you. It, well, I it just, it was bad. It wasn't like it was beneath me. It was like, it was just like not a good thing to do. <laughs> so I didn't do it. <laughs> so I'm in middle school. Avril Lavigne's first album comes out. Mm. And I listened to that shit immediately. I loved that album. Oh my God, does that album hold up, by the way? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the singles on that first album was... Um, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. It was I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> and... So it was played on the radio, right? And like also, but but the radio, it doesn't say goddamn. So they would play damn. And when I was listening to it, even on the record itself, I would have to sing, it's a cold night. <laughs> Just have to put a little <laughs> space in there. And to this day, even though I swear like a fucking sailor now, to this day, if I'm listening to that song, I get like the Christian guilt <laughs> When I sing the word damn in that song. That is so funny. Because I was listening to it during that period of my life. Now I can listen to like any song with any uh, lyrics in it. And I don't get that Christian guilt. <laughs> but I do when it's that song. <laughs> I actually have that. I don't remember. I don't know the songs off the top of my head. But there are some songs that I listened to when I was younger. That I was like, oh, this like the subject matter of this is inappropriate. And so like I felt like oh, should I be listening to this when I was younger? And I still have that feeling. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Like one of the ones is Right Round by Flo Rida <laughs> that I was like singing and dancing to like a whole bunch in middle school. And then my sister's like, you know, that's about a blowjob, right? <laughs> Shout out to Allie. Thank you for Allie. wrecking my childhood. Allie. <laughs> I think you were just looking out for me so I didn't sing those at the top of my lungs around adults. <laughs> but ever since I found that out, like I was like, oh my God, like I can't sing the song. It's so weird. And I still feel that way. Yeah, no, it that like that inner guilt of like, I'm going to hell mm, for doing nice. this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep. Is uh is pretty long lasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why generational trauma exists. It just is so ingrained. <laughs> Religious trauma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you were to go to hell, what would it be for? Like in your current life, not like if you current do something life? weird. Um, or a current trajectory of your life. How about well, that? being bisexual would be a great candidate, according mm. to other people. Yeah. Some people. If that's like really a criteria. Yeah. Like, doubt it. Swearing like a sailor mm -hmm. would, yeah, it'd put me solidly in there. Making the employees at Forever 21 have to clean up my urine probably earns me a spot. That one is the most convincing one you've said so far. Um, <laughs> uh, trying to sound smarter than I am and <laughs> falling like flat on my face. Perhaps I don't know if it's gonna send you to hell. Like it's gonna make people laugh at you in hell. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna send you to hell. Maybe it'll send other people to hell for laughing at me. No. <laughs> no Maybe that sends right. you to hell. That's a divine right. <laughs> They're gonna be like, ha, nice. Go to heaven, Shelly. <laughs> for laughing at me. 
Because they're going to be laughing at you, too. Everybody's laughing, man. Yeah. Even people in hell. Even people in hell. So I guess maybe that's a, a neutral one. The, uh, that's off the top of my head. Mm. What would you say gets me into hell? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a real weird conversation. <laughs> what is going to get you to hell? Yeah. Have I done a racism lately? Not lately. Okay. Well, well, I mean, everything, you know, so ingrained in society. Like yeah. everything you do is technically a racism. I mean, yeah. Um, what the fork is going to send you to hell? <laughs> Maybe for the rest. Here's a challenger for the rest of this episode. Neither one of us can curse. <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Shucks. I do. I do unironically. What just happened to me? He <laughs> just said, oh, Jew. That's going to send me to hell. There you go. <laughs> Straight to hell. Pipeline to hell. I, I do unironically say shucks is what I was trying to say. Then I got you racist. <laughs> you got racist. You did a racism. I did a racism. Aw. <laughs> Cute. Baby's first racism. Definitely not my first racism. Definitely not. I was a middle schooler. God damn it. I hate middle school me. Oh. <laughs> middle school you was racist? Not intentionally, but I you hear jokes, you repeat jokes yeah. that I would not repeat now. Yeah, I wouldn't same. repeat like even a year after I've heard the joke. Yeah. But I did say them to people yeah. because I was like, People think this is funny. Yeah. People laughed at it when I heard it. So yeah. maybe I'll get some laugh. Yeah, I, I've done that too. Younger Shelly, if you're listening to this, stop. Stop telling those jokes. No, no one likes them. You don't feel good after you tell them. Stop it. <laughs> so why are you going to hell, Bonnie? Um, let's see. It sucks because you're like a good person. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's up with that, bro? Um, sorry. Oh, you just cursed, and we, Shelly. Uh, no, <laughs> you get three strikes. Okay, all right. Well, no, we should keep tally. This could be a game. <laughs> whoever <laughs> curses the least, whoever curses the least, gets that much closer to meeting the meeting rock. the rock. <laughs> all right, I got one point. All right, do you get one for Jew? <laughs> No, it's not a curse. It's just insensitive. <laughs> but also, I have mixed feelings. <laughs> not about Jewish people. <laughs> don't know how to start the sentence without it sounding like I'm going to say something anti-Semitic. Slippery slope, Shelly. I promise I'm not. I... Growing up, thought that Jew saying Jew was a derogatory way to address Jewish people, but it's very commonly used, like even to this day, with Jewish people with um, gen genteel gen gen gentile gentile <laughs> the gentiles. Um, so I I feel uncomfortable saying it and hearing it, but I don't know that I need to. Well, okay, but there's, it's con, it's contextual. Yeah. Because there are certain times when you could have, like, somebody could have said a Jewish person, but instead they said a Jew. Yeah. And that is problematic. Yes. 
And so sometimes it is, even though Jewish people refer to themselves as Jews. Yeah. I feel like that's just not for us to say. <laughs> exactly. Because we're not in that community. Yeah. So, so if you did a racism, I'm sure you're sorry about it. But if, if you didn't, then you're sorry about apologizing. But yeah, right. Is it worse that I've made it a big deal and apologize? Uh, Will any of this make it in the episode? If it does, and if people in the Jewish community listen to this and take offense to anything I've said at all, please let me know. I want to do better. I'm so sorry. Okay, so we've established why you're going to hell. Yes, it was you heard it in real time. <laughs> okay, here's this is not why you're going to hell. I just have a grievance to air. Oh no, <laughs> what grievance do you have? I have noticed the past couple of times when our toilet paper roll gets low, you use the last of it and then start a new roll. You don't change it on the thing. Yeah, that's a recent thing. Yeah. You do that sometimes, though, too. Yeah, no, I totally do. But I noticed it like the past like two times. And I was like, hmm, is Bonnie going to hell? <laughs> is Bonnie going to hell? <laughs> no, I really don't think much of it other than like, oh, all right, let me change this toilet roll. <laughs> oh, Bonnie's mad busy these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably makes sense. Uh, but is that why you're going to hell, Bonnie? Maybe. Well, maybe it's because I established such a... a a high expectation that I'm going to do it every time that comes up. Mm. And because I've not done that mm. twice in a row, yeah. now it's a grievance. Grievance. Maybe I should weaponize my, what is it called? Weaponize my incompetence. Yes. Mm -hmm. I need to start doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then lower everybody's expectations of me. And then when I do that, then I can go to hell for that. Perfect. Plan made. Plan motherforking made. Yeah. Is it bad that that's like the only thing I could come up with as to why you're going to hell? Because <laughs> I didn't change the toilet paper all twice. twice. <laughs> um, uh, no, it just uh, makes me better than you. <laughs> that's why you're going to hell. <laughs> Pride, vanity. Yeah, that's true. I'm hopelessly overconfident. Yeah. Everyone says so. Everybody says you so. You meet Bonnie, you're like, wow, God, she has, she's fucking full of herself. She's just so cocky. I just gave myself a point because I really wanted to say it. <laughs> Tied. <laughs> Tied up. So other than the, <laughs> the Jewish thing, why am I going to hell? Why are you going to hell? Um... You're going to hell for scaring Max and Ruby that one time. <laughs> when you got real animated when we were watching Infinity War. How can you not? And oh no, it wasn't even when we were watching Infinity War. It was afterwards uh, when you, me, and a sister and Bree were hanging out and we were deciding which like which of our little group of friends, us and the neighbors and the neighbors' cats we're going to survive a Thanos snap. Yeah. And we made our friend Alexa. <laughs> Did she hear it? No, she oh, didn't. Oh, thank God. Flip a coin for each individual person because it's a 50-50 shot, right? Yeah. And then when we got to the end, you and I and was it Moby? Yeah. We were the only ones who got snapped. And we we did 
Bailey and Brie and they didn't get snapped. And we did Ruby and she didn't get snapped. And then we were going to do Max. And you were like, if Max doesn't get snapped, this is rigged. Like, this is dumb. Because he's evil. He is evil and he gets to live and I don't. Yeah. And then he didn't get snapped. And then you yelped. I was like, are you kidding me? And I slammed my hand on the couch and the cats were in our apartment and they both got so scared. Like Max was sitting on our little footstool. He knocked it over as he ran away. Yeah, no, he darted. (laughs) It was immediate. (laughs) And honestly, I felt no guilt about that because Max had been an asshole to me the entire night. That's another point for you. Damn. (laughs) That's another point for you. (laughs) The Rock, I'm sorry. I'm just very passionate about the jerk named Max. <laughs> the old, uh, the old so and so. Yeah, yeah, son of a gun. <laughs> the fact that you did that and you felt no guilt about it, hell, that makes sense. But like, I don't know. Am I going to hell for doing some, a bad thing to someone who is guaranteed going to hell? Max is. There's no way Max is not going to hell. Cat hell. Cat hell. That kind of gets into like, um, like degrees of like, is it a bad thing if that person's bad? Because then what makes a bad person? Mm. Because like Max is racist. Yeah. But he's also a cat. Mm -hmm. And I feel like cats are, they kind of don't operate with like, I don't know. Cats should be held accountable for their racism. Well, yeah, of course. And we do hold them accountable. But do we? Sh- should we hold him accountable by scaring the living crap out of him? Well, but do we hold him accountable? Because you all still like love on him and baby him as he's actively being racist towards me. How do you think that makes me feel? What am I supposed to do? You're sp- should, I, should I ignore him? Take my him? side. Of course. I, I take your side. I just... Hmm? Talk your way out of this. I can't. I'm going to hell for this. <laughs> Excusing someone's racism. I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Loving a cat who is racist. That's that that'll earn me a spot in hell for I think sure. So. Yeah. For sure. Probably. Yeah. Well. Also, Ruby's going to hell, but that's just for like Chaos reasons. Chaos reasons. <laughs> She's choosing this life. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. She'll love it in hell. Yeah. She'll find lots of stuff to do. Oh my god. She's gonna fuck with so much. Oh no. <laughs> I have four points. <laughs> you gave yourself one point so you could say something. I know. The The thing is, it's so easy for me to code switch into Christian girl. <laughs> I, I used to work at a church. I, I know how to not curse. I'm so good at it. I have a hard time. I, I went through a phase of like, of like faux religion. Where, like, I never went to a church. I never read the Bible. I, but I was, like, whenever people said, like, oh, my God, I'd say, don't use the Lord's name in vain. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, if people swore, I'd say, swearing makes the angels cry. Oh! (laughs) I just randomly started doing that one day. That became my personality for, like, a month. And then I stopped. (laughs) And for like, one month, and you I were would like not say, going to hell. I would say like prayers every night. I would do the now I lay me down to sleep because that's the only one I knew. Oh uh, my God. 
I just, and my, my family is not religious. I guess my, my grandma was Catholic, but my mom is not religious like at all. Where did you get this? Maybe TV. Maybe I saw like a, you know, a character I resonated with, like having religion. And I was like, I want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know where, I don't know when I started. I don't know when I stopped. I just know that I did that for a period of time. <laughs> but other than that, like the household I grew up in, like, it wasn't swear city, but we watched a lot of adult content from like a, when I was very young. I remember one family movie night when I was like younger, I wanted to watch like a kid's movie. And my mom was like, no, we're watching. Thank you for smoking. Oh. I don't remember anything about it other than like this guy is a maybe like a lobbyist for a big tobacco and then he gets kidnapped. I honestly don't know, but it was intense. There's a lot of swearing. in that. Wow. <laughs> So uh, in contrast, I grew up in a house where when I was 16 and my mom wasn't home, I watched a 40-year-old virgin. Oh gosh. Because it was rated R and I technically had to be 17 to watch it. <gasps> Bonnie. And my mom wasn't home and I watched it when I was 16 and my brother threatened to tell my mom. But like <laughs> he was joking because he was like, Bonnie, just watch it. Like, <laughs> why are you being so weird about it? <laughs> And I was like, it's just like, I'm sure she'd be fine with it. But like, I don't want to, I don't know. It's like technically against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching PG-13 movies at like five. <laughs> and differences. Mm, differences. But we came together and we're going to stay together in hell. <laughs> <laughs> One more story about cursing because it's so funny. I was... 27. That is so recent. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I was 27. And I, at this point, like in my life, I will say whatever I want as long as it's kind or necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but I don't curse in front of my mom because, uh, she doesn't like it and I respect her. So I'm not really going to do that. So I'm on the phone with her and I'm driving and we're chatting or scheduling something. And I am doing that at the same time as driving somewhere new. So I have my maps open. I'm trying to figure out where to go. And then I get on the wrong freeway and I'm like, mom, I'm so sorry. Like I, I, I have to concentrate. And she's like, okay, no problem. I'll, I'll talk to you later. And, um, because it's your mom, you know, it takes a little while to get <laughs> off the phone, you know? Yeah. And I'm all the while I got on the wrong freeway and I've no idea where I am. And I'm trying to hang up with my mom. So I, I'm, you know, temporarily taking the phone off of the little dashboard holder mount. thing. Yeah. Dashboard mount and switching to the phone so I can hang up, but she's taking a while. So I don't have my maps anymore and I don't know how to turn around and I'm like getting a little frustrated. And then she like says goodbye. Um, and then I had to switch back over to the maps cause I was like, I can't, I'm just going to wait for her to hang up. And I switch over to the maps and she was like, okay, bye. And then, uh, I got on the wrong street right as we were hanging up. And I just was, I have to do it cause it's in the context That's of fine. the story. Do I get a point for it? Yes, because I need you to have more points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I get off on the wrong street right as she says bye. And, I, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then I notice that she hasn't hung up yet. And I was like, mm, click. 
that was the story of when I first said the F word in front of my mother and we <laughs> never spoke about it afterwards. <laughs> I think she understood that she was not meant to hear yeah, that. <laughs> it was not for her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I actually don't. I think I didn't swear around my mom for a while or like not like in conversation. I wouldn't like use swears. Maybe if I like was repeating something that had to swear, that'd be fine. Right. But because my sister and I were very, very different, I don't want to say anything about her character because I was I, I was a kid when when my sister was like a teen. We were 12 years age difference. So all the things about her as like a teenager, I'm hearing from stories. I don't actually know, but she sounded like she had a lot of like anger <laughs> issues and she like a lot of the the things that I'm working on with my mom um she's like said that she had like this in place because of the relationship she had with my sister like the physicality uh she didn't like being hugged or touched and I wanted that uh, that kind I of thing see, yeah uh but so my sister would like swear a lot and I was like I'm gonna be the opposite I'm gonna be the good child so that's why I like i the, the way that I am and like trying to like be kind and all that is because I was trying to be the opposite of what I thought my sister was as a teenager, which I'm sure she probably was also kind. And she just had, you know, some teenage stuff going on. But that's not what you see as a kid. No. Yeah. You're just like, what's, where's my opening here? Yeah. How can I get love in a different way? (laughs) How can I be the favorite? (laughs) Yep. And did I succeed? Maybe. You won. Uh, Allie, if you're listening to this, you burnt. <laughs> Burn on Allie. <laughs> also, mom loves you very much and I love you too. Uh, great. <laughs> All right. Well, mine's melded. Mine's melded and mine's will be melted in hell. Nice. Thank you. All right, Shelly. Bonnie. Unfortunately, I have to get out of here real soon. <laughs> yes, you do. You gotta go. I gotta go be a teacher and uh, and watch my students do their second to last show. Yay! Yay! Um, but real quick, before we do that, yeah. we're going to do another question. Ooh. In our 36 questions that lead to love. Oh, I fucked it up. I did it. I oh, Hang on. I'm going to... What's the right fucking key? I don't know. Ah, mm, nuggets. It's another point for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I have to leave it in so that the point tally is the same. <laughs> Suck it, chump. <laughs> okay, wait, wait I-, I have to sing it now because I need I need the thing in my head. Wait, real quick, should I do uh breath beats? <sighs> Yes. Great. Please do that. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. 36 questions that lead to love. <sighs> 36 questions that lead to love. <sighs> We're going to get to know our favorite things. <sighs> Find out if we want to bang. <sighs> 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Another point for you. No! I didn't even notice. (laughs) This is going to be a really fun point tally at the end. (laughs) 
right. So it's time for, I believe, question seven. Ooh, okay. We're of our there. quest to find love. To find love. Do you love me? I do love you. Oh, are you in love with me? No. Oh. What about you? I love you. Mm, <laughs> kind of meh about the in love part. Okay, that's fine. That's fine for now. Yeah, for now. For now. We're working on it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're open. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> We're open to the idea of being open. Yeah, in that's some right. Way. <laughs> that's right. It's a little like saying like, I'm open to being in love with my sister. Like that is kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. But like in our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In our families, maybe that's fine. Maybe it's fine. Who knows? Because <laughs> I apparently want to sleep with all my cousins. <laughs> I'm just saying Bonnie wants to bang her cousins. <laughs> and I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Question seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to question seven. Que- the last question was like kind of, you know, just like thought experiment. Let's yeah. talk about this. Um, this is how are you going to die? Do, I mean, do you, it's still a thought experiment. Do you have a secret hunch about how you might die? Oh, 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 Lord. <laughs> Okay, so I'm a, I'm a bitch with depression. Yes, that's a point. Nice. And I've had it for a very long time. And I've had like really, really down times. So when I was younger, I, I was convinced that I wasn't going to make it to the age of 30. That I'm recently finding out a lot of people have had that feeling about 30, like specifically. Yeah. How weird is that? That you... You told me that feeling a little bit ago. Yeah. And then you told me about somebody else who had said that. Mm -hmm. And then I saw on Instagram, one of our friends said that. Yeah. And another friend that I talked to about um, how thinking how strange it was that somebody else said that to me said like they had that same feeling. Where are all of you getting this? I don't know. And it's not like a, a thing that was, you know, on like a TV show or social media where like, you know, like raise your hand if you feel like you're not gonna make the age 30. It, it just happened in all of us i don't know why <laughs> put a finger down if. put a finger down if you <laughs> feel like you're gonna die before 30 um but i i was just in a re- really bad space and every year it felt like it was getting worse and i was like if this is the way that my life is going if this is the way that what i can expect moving forward like i'm not gonna make it yeah so, but that's gone. <laughs> that feeling is gone. I am, I'm not going to say I'm looking forward to getting older, but it's going to happen. I hope so. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't be sure. Uh, I walk outside every day. Anything can happen outside. Right. But I have a sneaky feeling that it's going to be a preventable medical <laughs> issue. <laughs> I just don't, <laughs> we don't catch in time because I don't go to the doctor. Dang it, Shelly. <laughs> you might be right about I'm, that. Yeah. And I hope that you're not. Like at least once a week, I experience something that makes me think, am I dying? And then I just leave that thought there. <laughs> you don't do anything I don't do anything it. about it. I like, today I woke up with a pain in my right breast, mm-hmm. <laughs> a very sharp pain in a very specific spot. And I was like, is this breast cancer? Mm-mm. 
And that's as far as the thought went. Did you do the check? I, did, I mean, I, I pushed around. Yeah. I felt the meat. Yeah. Is it hard meat or is it soft meat? It's the same. Yeah. Like the marbles kind of. Yeah. Like the just weird. But I also don't know what it's supposed to feel like. So every time like something like that happens or I'm like, am I dying or is this just a normal human pain? And I just kind of brush it off as normal human pain when I could maybe just go to a doctor since I haven't been in like five years. Hey, you know, if you go to a doctor, they might have the thing that my doctor had when I, I didn't know what the little little marbles were supposed to feel like if they were cancerous, like if they were an issue. And then she had like a like a little sample breast with the the problematic marbles. Oh my God, she had a cancer boob? She had a cancer boob and it it helped me. And because then I was like, oh, I don't have cancer boob. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe your doctor will have that. And then you can find out what cancer boob is. Once I get a doctor. Once you get a doctor. So that's how I'm probably going to die. Can I, can I assist with this at all? Is this something <laughs> that I can help with? Or do you want me out of it? I mean, I don't know how you could help. I can call insurance and stuff. I can be that person. I can be some sort of proxy. I don't know. I just like, I need you to see a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And like, if the issue is like the brain thing and the like administrative thing of it, I can do that. That is the the biggest barrier because I did all the the work to try and get to a doctor that I would feel comfortable with and then was turned away because they didn't take my insurance, even though I found that doctor through my insurance website. Yeah. So then I was like, I don't want to do the work again. So that is the biggest part of it for me, but we'll see. I'm I'm trying because I want to see a dermatologist. Add it to the list. So I'm like, you know what? To like fix my like problem skin, sure, I'll like figure this out. To fix my possible ailments of like <laughs> that are killing me, eh, eh, let's just leave them. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's probably fine. But I draw the line at acne. No. You can't have that. <laughs> so are you going to die, Bonnie? Mm, I don't know. My body is pretty good at telling me what's going on. I like to listen to her. I do have some sort of... Mm, I almost fe- hesitate to speak it into the universe because I don't want it to happen. Okay. You don't have to. But, but I, I, I think I might get cancer. Oh. Um... <laughs> What kind? I don't know. Like, I do have family history of cancer in, like, different places on different sides of the family. But Mm -hmm. I think at this point, almost everybody has family history of cancer because cancer is pretty common. No? I have a cousin Mm -hmm. that had cancer. But that's about all I know. Well, I have a a couple issues. I have a couple different cancers in my family history, my lineage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But... I don't know. It's less about like data points that are pointing me towards having cancer and more about just like a feeling that this might be something I have to deal with in my life at some point. Mm. And I don't love that feeling. It's it's not even an intuition. It's just sort of a like, huh, why do I keep thinking this? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I don't want it. I'm not ca- calling for it. I think at one point in my childhood when I was like a kid wanting attention from people because I wasn't getting a whole lot of attention, I was like, I kind of just want an illness (laughs) and cancer is the one I know. 
Yeah. And like, then I would got, get all this attention and then like my parents would pay attention to me <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and like everybody else would like look at me and know who I am kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe that was going on when I was a kid, but I don't have that anymore. And I still kind of feel like maybe I'll get cancer in my lifetime. Well, I sure hope you don't. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty sure the the general consensus around cancer is um, bad time. Cancer is bad. Cancer is bad. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen somebody deal with cancer pretty up close, and it's awful. Yeah, it's really really awful. Yeah, I, I don't wish it on anyone. Maybe my cousin who I mentioned passed away because of cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, she also had MS. She just really got oh. like the worst hand, and she's like the kindest person in the family. Oh she was the God. best human being probably on the planet. What was her name? Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Ray Lynn. Um, I love you, Ray Ray. Um, she passed away last year. We weren't able to have a funeral for her. It's been very difficult. Yeah. Um, but she's awesome. And she's part of the reason why I love frogs. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love frogs. Because somebody in, somewhere in the family found out she liked frogs. And then everyone got her frogs for every occasion. Oh <laughs> so she had like a case full of frogs that's cute or though. frog figurines not actual live frogs right oh god <laughs> imagine if people just gave you frogs <laughs> live frogs army of frogs <laughs> you know what that army could take over the world would you be afraid of that army as as much as you're afraid of the bts Listen, army any army any large <laughs> cluster of people willing to take up arms against someone it's terrifying. Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. Mano a mano, fine. Army, uh, army, no. No. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I hope that neither one of us dies like we said that we might. But is there a better way to die? Is there a good way to die? I would prefer not to think about that question. <laughs> <laughs> Thought experiment for you listeners. Mm. What's the best way to die? Email us at <laughs> everybody ships us at gmail.com. Great. Tell us your favorite way to die. Yeah, tell us how you want to die. <laughs> Bonnie, how do you want to die? Peacefully in my sleep when I'm mm, 93. Interesting. Yeah. I want mine to be unexpected. <laughs> I don't know that I want to be in my 90s. It just doesn't seem like a good time. So maybe like 80s, but like in a fun way, in a fun, unexpected in a way. Fun way. Yeah. I feel like I don't want to get too much older than I like can actually like do things for myself. I, I don't, I want to go out right at the cusp of yeah, me yeah, yeah. being able to not do what, anything. Okay. How about when we're older? Yeah when we're like starting to get like you know like we're not able to do things for ourselves yours is going to be a little bit later and i don't really want to live to the 90s so you know whenever in your 90s you decide that that's what's happening we just thelma and louise oh love it yeah that'll work out perfectly for both of us yeah i'm five years older than you yeah yeah perfect that, that's great great it. <laughs> can't wait deal it's a date <laughs> all right well uh i gotta go <laughs> really really do <laughs> So thank you for coming to the living room. Oh, are you in love with me? Um, no. Are you? No. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the living room. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Shelly, oh, how much, po- how many points do we have? Oh my God. I We're have idiots. Six. <laughs>
I have three. Ugh, all right. You and get... one of them I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> one of them I made you get <laughs> while you were telling a story. You are one step closer to meeting the rock. You have a point in our grand scheme of game. Yes. <laughs> uh, fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> All right, bye for real. <laughs> bye for real. We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.